My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men. You're already laughing. We're doomed. <laughs> I'm not laughing. You on a week long trip. I was I was holding it in, and, and then you, you come had to bring it up, and now I'm gonna start laughing. Well, I, I'm just trying to get into rhythm here, and you're over here just slurping your drink. <laughs> My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 27, with Jared Van again. Jeez. How many episodes in a row is this? Too many. It's a lot. I'm ready for a break. I'm getting sick of this. I said this a lot of times, and just bold-faced lied on accident, but we do actually have some cool people lined up, already on the actual calendar. You told me about these people. They are really cool people. Yeah. So, we can release one of them, I guess. We'll release that's, that's that you. on the... 24th of July, we're going to have a guy named Michael Elia on the podcast. Awesome guy. He's a CEO of Dexter Learning Academy. It's pretty dope. So that'll be, we'll just release that one. But we should have another pretty big one before then. Before then? Oh, yeah. Oh. That's the goal. The goal would be that it's next Friday. So you're just, Thursday or Friday. So you're just writing me off the show already? No, no, no. We're going to do one next week, too. I'm just kidding. It's okay, it's okay to write me off the show. No, it's not. I'd, hey. probably, I'd probably be more for that. Uh, welcome back from Canada. Yeah, thank you. You got any cool stories from Canada? Um, First question, could you live there? Uh, I could definitely live there. Um, I could not master the Canadian accent for some reason. It wasn't like when I came, when we came back from Boston, we had that mastered. I couldn't, I couldn't, the only thing I could say was. Would you say that we had that mastered? Boston? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I had like maybe two words mastered. Boston. Uber. Uber. No, I don't get think you, I had it mastered. Get you a <laughs> I don't think you had it mastered. But um, so that was disappointing. Another disappointing thing was we didn't see any bears. I did all this research beforehand that like I was like a expert at identifying bears and knowing how to react to the different types of bears. Yep. Because I was pretty sure that we were gonna see a bear and we didn't. Like I thought bears just roamed around Canada just all over the place, and apparently that was a misconception in my mind. That's probably just something that I wanted to happen. So, so what, what, did, what in your brain? How did this play out? I would, we're gonna. Well, Emily and I were gonna be on a trail. Okay. And we we're gonna see a bear. Okay. And I was just going to go into expert mode, and she was gonna follow my lead. I was gonna identify it within probably like two milliseconds. Yeah, but how does that scenario play out? You identify it, and yeah. then what happens? And then depending on the type of bear, we take action. So. She she probably would have known what type of bear it was by the way I acted. So if I was, like, backing away slowly, then she probably would have known it was a grizzly bear. If I was, like, getting big or something, she would have known it was a black bear, and she would have gotten big with me and loud. But on our the way to our rafting trip, the guide, he kind of took all the knowledge that I thought I... Had of bears through my research and kind of turned it upside down because he said grizzly bears will actually hunt you out and you want to get big um, when you see them and back away from black bears. Yeah. Which that is not what I saw in all my research. Yeah. So I saw Did that. Did you question him? Did you like, how many bears have you seen, bro? No. I mean, he's lived in Canada for a while, so I just didn't. Hey, hey bro, you're wrong. Yeah. I just want to correct you real quick. But all my research said the opposite. We did so, talk on the lad pod, last podcast about polar bears, mm-hmm. and there was a man, not funny, but there was a man killed in Canada while you were there by a yeah. polar bear. Nowhere near you. 
That would that would have been nuts if we would have saw a polar bear. I would have known what to do. I didn't re- even research that. What you do is you just you pray. You pray because that's over while they're praying. If he's if he's within reach of you, like if he can get to you, it's over. Yeah. It's got to be right. Like Probably. they, act, I think they're. I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure they're the only bears that actually only eat meat, and they will hunt you to hunt you, not self defense. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, and they're terrified. Like they look cute. Yeah, they're not. They aren't. They're pretty cool though. Yeah, not, they look not, cool. not if you saw one in the wild. I think I've seen one at a zoo before, and they're pretty cool. I would like to see one in the wild from a helicopter. Yeah. That's kind of crazy out there in Canada. I thought they were, I guess northern Canada is like up almost in the Arctic if it isn't in the Arctic. That seems like a whole different country. Like northern like Canada? Have, yeah, you have southern Canada, and then you have yeah, like just icy terrain. Yeah, you got the tundra. This sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Fact, every time they show those videos, I just think it's Alaska. I want to go to Alaska. See yeah. a, I just want to see a bear somewhere. Bears are cool creatures. We can make that happen. Wichita Mountains. Can we? Yeah. I don't know if the bears live there. They don't, but yeah. we go to Colorado. Yeah. I've been in Colorado. I haven't seen a bear. I haven't either. Hey, if y'all know how to find a bear in the wild, please let us know because I want to see one in the wild. I don't know. Pretty bad. I can make it happen. Can you? Yeah, just put a bunch of meat in your pocket and just send you out into the woods. Where they all, yo, what is that called? Isn't there like a, a meat belt or something? Did I just make that up? <laughs> A meat belt? I'm, first is, off, I'm not Googling what is, it. What is that? <laughs> I'm not about to Google meat belt. Because that's not. What is? What am I thinking of? I don't know, but you're getting on your phone, and that's not the right move <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> I'm not. I think I'm thinking of meat sweats. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> How did we get here? Isn't that a thing? Meat sweats are, yeah, if you eat a lot of meat. And I, was, I was thinking that in my mind, but I was thinking of clothing, and I was thinking... Like the sweats part of that were like sweatpants. And I don't know how I got the meat belt. Oh, so you, so you worked from there to a belt you could wear full of meat. You do realize that meat sweats aren't meat. What are, what are meat sweats? Like you eat meat. Hopefully. You eat meat and then eat a lot of it and you're like, oh, I don't feel good. I got the meat sweats. Yeah. Yeah. But, there's a, there's but, a YouTube video called Meat Belt and I'm not clicking it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. But the meat, like your sweat, if you have the meat sweats, does it smell like meat? Because so you could just eat a bunch of meat and then go do a hard hike, no, no, no. and you you would smell like meat and attract the bears. I don't think that that's not true, but I don't think that the sweat from your pores of the meat you've consumed is going to attract bears. Also, oh, meat sweat just sounds like the filthiest thing ever. Yeah, it's rough. So does a meat belt. <laughs> We've also said the word meat on this podcast enough that this will be an explicit podcast. <laughs> oh man! This? But Canada, yeah, Canada was awesome. I didn't ever get the meat sweats, Thank you. so Welcome I didn't ever see a bear. But I saw some awesome lakes, had a little bit of maple syrup, went bobsledding, did some trails, did some hikes, saw the original Jamaican bobsled. No. Um, yep. No, no, like the actual one, or yeah, like the, a replica. No, the actual one. Did you get to get in it? I did. I have a picture in it. That's an honor. Didn't get to ride it. Like from the actual Olympics or from Cool Runnings? From the Olympics. Okay. I thought Cool Runnings might have been better. I, I honestly did not know that Cool Runnings was as true of a story as it was. I didn't, well, I, I don't even know if I knew that it was based on a true story before oh, really? this trip. And then I was like this, uh, we watched it the, the night after we went bobsledding and, um, I was just like fat, kind of fact checking it w- with what we saw that day. And I was like, all right, 
I looked at the picture of the bobsled that we saw, and it had like the number 18 on it, like their little racer tag. And then I was waiting for them to make their run on Cool Runnings, and it had number 18 on it, the racer tag. And then so I'm not I, saying it was real. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, this is actually real. So you, fact, you fact-checked that before we went to Canada, but you didn't fact-check Meat Belt before you brought it to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> nope. Uh, Sorry, continue. So got to get in the bobsled. You get to actually ride a bobsled. So do you call that? Do you ride a bobsled? I guess. Or do you drive a bobsled? I guess you would technically. Well, I guess one person would drive and however many other people would ride. But ours, since it was summer... The bobsled was like on wheels since their track doesn't have Wait, ice on, on it right now. So if you go in the winter, you actually do the bobsled. No, that's what they said. I'm in. Do they have the luge, but um, I don't. Th- we did this thing called like a, the skyline luge, but it's not the luge. It's okay. basically like riding these little carts down this hill, this like paved hill. I've heard that's pretty dope though. But it was it was fun, and I burned off on Emily and, yeah. a, and a bunch of kids. So is that the one where you can run into each other? Uh, no, it says no bumping. But you or can. Racing. You. Uh, no, like physically you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you have the ability to be. Yeah, you're there. racing like down the. Or okay. you aren't racing. You're like going down this track with a lot of people at the same time. Okay. I was cutting little kids off. Just making just making myself feel super confident about myself. We celebrating? I was celebrating. One hand. At one, at one point, I had no hands on the wheels. <laughs> just driving with my knees. Yeah. Just gonna, if, if you do that, it just like breaks it because that's how you break. You yeah. just that's a good way to break a meat like, belt. That is, pop that thing off. Yep. But yeah, Canada was awesome. That's awesome, man. Feels like you were gone way longer than a week. I was gone longer than a week. America was fine without you on I Independence know. Day. Just so you know. I saw we we saw some fireworks the night before, so I wasn't completely anti-American. We went to I don't a, think you should even say anti-American on this podcast. Yeah, either. I'm. I've, yeah, I am. I'm like the furthest thing from that. Oh, Canada me. was awesome. Canada was awesome, but it was no America. But yeah, we went to a, a Fourth of July event on July third, the night before we left, and then we actually we actually saw some fireworks in Canada. So we went there as Texans, and in Calgary they have this like huge thing every year called the Calgary Stampede, and it's basically just like a huge rodeo type thing and it lasts for like 10 days so we um left texas for canada and got there and just saw a bunch of people with cowboy hats and cowboy boots on and like a bunch of like they had like just hay bales all over their streets and stuff like oh well this is awesome so what do canadians wear they you you could tell exactly who were the canadians that had just bought cowboy hats and cowboy boots okay so in texas the stereotype is Cowboy hat, cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the stereotype of Canada? Like, like, what do they wear? Like Canadian cowboys? No, 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 no. Just Canadians. They, I mean, they they dress similar to us. Like any, well, where we were, basically like any metropolitan area. That's how they dressed. Not fedoras. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why that's. I, a thing. I don't know why you thought. I don't know fedoras should be floating around all over Canada. I just pictured. I don't know why in my head. I know you just have you have so many different cities and stuff. But I just pictured like a lot of people being like kind of Portland esque. There, there, you know, there, there are certain parts that like cool, like really, yeah. like kind of, and I'm not that uh, personally. I think fedoras are ridiculous, but I, th- I just figured there would be like a bunch of really cool people there. There were some cool people, cool looking people there, but I didn't see any fedoras. If, they, I, if I did, they they weren't like so substantial that it like blew my mind. <laughs> so if there was any, I didn't recognize them. Did they? Were they nicer than the people in Texas? Everybody. 
I mean, it's hard to base off just being there a week, but everybody we encountered was extremely friendly. I feel like but that's also, But also everybody in Texas is friendly. The only fact I've ever heard about Canada in a documentary was that, and I can't remember what the documentary was. I think it was about crime or something, but they didn't lock their doors. Canada doesn't? Like there was like, I don't know what city. What, I know you can't just say, that's like speaking about the United States. Mm-hmm. Like it's not realistic. But whatever it was in Canada, like they didn't lock their doors because it was just like so safe. The uh, the people that the, we got there in the first two nights, we stayed at we stayed at an Airbnb in the people's house that we stayed at. Um, we were just down in their basement, and they were still up like in the main portion of their house. We like only saw them once, but every time we got to their house, they just had their windows open. So maybe, maybe that is a thing. I don't know. They just seem like really good people. That's they, like an unfair assumption. They were friendly, but. Not better than Texas, probably. No. Close. E- probably equal amounts of friendliness. Well, that's a big deal, because they've got better scenery. Yeah, they do. Those, can, those pictures you posted look absolutely fake. Yeah, they were. I'm coming clean now. They're all Photoshop. Okay, good. I'm just kidding. They aren't. It was, yeah, it was crazy. It was super crazy. What was that like? So we went to a few. The, the, the part of Canada we were in, Banff, has a couple, like, I guess famous lakes. We just Emily and I just saw all the. We always see these pictures on Instagram, so we added it to our bucket list because they look so beautiful. And that's the two lakes we wanted to go to. So one is called Lake Louise, and it's um, I guess it's technically in Banff. I kind of is weird because it seemed like Lake Louise was its own town, but I'm not sure. So it's either Lake. It's either in Lake Louise or Banff, but. It's just like a crystal blue lake, and then <clears throat> there's this other one, which I was more excited about, called Moraine Lake, and apparently it is impossible to get into. So uh, we went to Lake Louise one day, and we're going to stop by Moraine Lake um, after we finished Lake Louise, but we finished Lake Louise, and Moraine Lake was closed because when their parking lot is full, they just closed the whole road to Moraine Lake, so... You go, you get into this road, and then you drive like, I'm about to sound super Canadian because I'm about to use kilometers because everything was in kilometers there. Okay. So you go down this one road, and the only um, destination that this road leads to is this lake, and it's the only road to this lake. But you turn down this road, go 12 kilometers, and you're at this lake. Every time we got to that road, it said it was closed. They had it like all blocked off. They had like traffic controllers not letting anybody through. Um so we woke up super early the next morning, um, got there at 6.30. It was like a 35-minute drive from our campsite, so we woke up at like 5.30 to get to this lake and get in before anybody else got in. Got up there, and it was already full, so we couldn't get in. So we looped around a couple times just to see if anybody came out. It was still closed. We decided to go to another lake that was an hour and away, which is also beautiful, um, came back at like five and it was still closed. So we finally like asked the traffic person like, Hey, what's the secret to get in here? And he's like, just keep doing a uh, legal U-turns and hopefully somebody will leave and you'll be able to get out. So I just did U-turn after U-turn after U-turn, like just pulling off on the shoulder of the mountain, turning around, um, still closed. Saw like four cars come out, U-turn, U-turn, saw him let four cars in, still closed. And I saw some more cars come out, and they still weren't letting anybody in. And we finally got in probably after, like, an hour of doing U-turns, and it Jeez. was it was worth it, though. So that was Moraine Lake. So we saw Lake Louise, Moraine Lake, Pedo Lake, Bow Lake, and, yeah, 
That's, I guess that's basically it. Sounds like a boring trip. Yeah, it's pretty boring. That's crazy that you have something that's so it. cool. It's a lake. You have to limit the amount of people that can be there. Yeah, which I kind of appreciate them doing because when, once we got there, like, so Lake Louise has a huge parking lot, so I don't I don't know if it ever, if it ever gets filled. I guess it, they, it does because they have, like, an overflow parking lot that was, like, five kilometers away from the lake. This sounds super weird using kilometers. Um, but Did you say five kilometers? That's yeah. 3.1 miles. Yeah. It's like, that's, I was always trying to do that conversion in my head while that's I was ridiculous. driving. Um, but yeah, it was some beautiful lakes. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, here's what I want to talk about today. This is a perfect segue, kind of. So I spent the whole time here kind of jealous of your fire photos. <laughs> I asked you this earlier, but like when it's a business owner, a person, whoever is trying to figure out like, how to communicate with people. So you got Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TV, radio, books. People still read books? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, I try to read a book on the plane, but only read one chapter and realized I wasn't comprehending anything. It's, so it's that it. millennial mindset that's creeping in. It might be. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. So you got voice. You got video. You got written. How does somebody figure out what's the best mode for their brand? Um, I, I, you always ask me que- the first question you always ask me on every single podcast. I basically have the same answer, but trial and error. No, you pr- people probably get super old, uh, tired of hearing that, but um, yeah, it depends what your brand brand is. I think typically, if you are like a B to C business, you should utilize visual communication as much as possible, especially if you're doing digital marketing because people are going to be more likely to um, be moved by something they see as opposed to like seeing a huge long essay or paragraph, reading it and then being moved by it. Um, So if you're like a B to C uh, business and even B to B, it's just easier if you're B to C because you actually have a product that what's B to C stand for business to consumer. Just for the record, um, I knew that. Okay. I was just clarifying for the peeps. Yeah. Sorry. If you're... We're in the B2B world. If you are selling a product to consumers, and it's it's a lot easier to use visual communications because you have products that you can um, take pictures of, take pictures of people wearing in their everyday lives. You can um, shoot videos around them and everything. Um, I feel like people digest those a lot easier and are more prone to if it's a video watch that video um as opposed to like reading about the product i think they'll get to reading about the product once they decide that hey i might want to buy this product and they might do their reading by reading reviews that people leave about the product so i think that's where like the written communication comes in is um, people will see the visual be enticed by it want to buy it and then they'll go to reading reviews um in my mind that's how the um, flow of people purchasing products usually goes. So I think. What do you think that is? Is that because how you do it? Uh, that's that's how I, that's how I do it. But I yeah. feel like that's the normal way people do it. I'm, yeah, and I could be wrong. Like, no, nah, I think you're probably right. They might do. I don't know. They might read reviews and then. But I, I feel like I feel, I, feel, I, feel right. I feel like something has to lead to people reading reviews or reading up on the product. So I feel like the first that first line is something that entices people visually, whether it's a video or yep. a cool graphic or a photo. Yep. Um, and then 
once they see that, hey, this product looks cool, then they'll yep. get into like reading more about it. Um, I don't remember what the other form of oh, speech. Yeah. I think you just being able to talk about your product if people have yeah. questions, then yeah. Yeah. But yeah, especially if you're B2C, yeah. vi- visual communication is a, a huge thing. I think it's definitely built around like your personal skill. Mm-hmm. Like some people just aren't good on video. Yeah. Like they maybe don't have the look for video or they don't feel comfortable on video. Um, but maybe they're a good speaker. And so a podcast, SoundCloud, something like that. Um, but yeah, I think visual is just so much more. I, I don't know if we're getting dumber um, in society. I, I like to believe we're definitely not. But we definitely refuse <laughs> that that you dropping that ice in that cup made an amazing noise. Um, I think we definitely, definitely like to read less. Maybe yeah. that's just me. I don't even want to read anymore, man. It just takes more time. Or I you- consume more books now. In 2018, I will have consumed more books than I've consumed any year ever. And I haven't read a page. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a dumb sentence. But, like, I just audiobooks for days. Yeah. Podcasts. I don't even listen. Honestly, I'm in a season right now where I don't even listen to music anymore. <laughs> like, I'll do it if I'm sitting at my desk. But if I'm doing something active, if I'm mowing, like, when I, we were working on the building, and that stuff, I'm li- I want to listen to a podcast. And I don't know why. It's kind of mindless. Because you're because you're filling that that void of you aren't reading anymore and you still have to be educated somehow. Yeah, I don't think I'm that smart. Maybe some people, but I think it's just so mindless. Like listening to a Joe Rogan podcast or anybody who's a conversationalist. Like you can just black out, and they're like talking about stuff I don't even care about, like that polar bear stuff. I don't even know if that's true, but I heard two dudes talking about it. I did some research after you told me about it, and it was definitely true. So I, I mean, I, I I spout stuff all the time I hear from podcasts that probably aren't even true. You know, which is like the opposite of how, I mean, it's kind of how we've learned digital, but like digital was practitioner. Like you just had to do it, see what worked, Mm -hmm. recycle. But even video now, I feel like personally I'm slower to want to watch video. If it's a long video. Just, I don't know. I'd rather, if I'm going to do that, I just want to watch Netflix or something. Yeah. I don't want to listen to you talk and watch you talk on video. (laughs) Better be entertaining. Better be seeing fools getting dunked on or something. Mm Mm-hmm. So I will say I watched a ton of videos up to us purchasing our GoPro to take on this trip. Yeah, it's because like I I'd never owned a GoPro. I never did any research on GoPros. I knew there was like twenty different models, or at least it seemed like it through the years. So I had to do a bunch of video watching and to decide which one to buy. Yep. So I'm um, trying to make my home completely home automated. Like, I'm trying to get to the point where I can, over the next few years, like, from my front door to lights, plugs, everything to be controlled through a one hub. That's, like, the goal for me. And I'm, like, 20 hours in, research-wise. Like, do you go the route of Alexa, which everything connects to? Or, being Apple users, do I go the Apple HomeKit, which is a smaller selection of stuff, but all the stuff that I would pick in Apple HomeKit works with Alexa so if I ever change I can go that way but I can't come back and so it's nice to be able to say hey Siri and it, it do something versus having to have a whole nother hub that's 20 hours right there man I just summed up every all of that that took me 20 hours how, how did you do all your research were you reading blogs were you watching videos both you listen to podcasts both all of them not podcasts 
I wasn't going to search that out, but I definitely uh, went through Amazon, which I'm pretty sure Amazon's biased against Apple. Probably. Fair to them and fair to them. Um, but I went through, you know, Apple's website, different sites, read a couple of blogs, but all I'm doing, I'm reading blogs. And this is me. I'm a very simple minded human being. I'm not smart like you, but I would read through, find key factors, different products. And then I would watch the review on YouTube. And to be honest, here's my message to YouTubers man, make better review videos. And and I want to have two videos. I want to have one that is 15 minutes long, but you're just doing everything. And then I want you to take that same idea and I want you to make it two minutes long. Yeah. So I can quickly, like like the speed test. Like I just want to know quick. Is it good? Is it bad? Why? I want to see it work. And that's it. I, I don't really want to see the whole unboxing no. of the product to get to the review. No. We got a, I don't know what it's called. It's a baby thing that swings a baby. You know what that is? You like set the baby in it and then you turn it on and it swings them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little things hang yeah. down. So I put one of those together. Graciously give them that. To, the mirrorheads graciously let us borrow it. And so there wasn't a manual with it. So I found a manual online. And there was three videos to play to put the video together. And they were 15-minute videos. It's a nightmare. Like you could have done, you could have had a 60 second video that I paused and went backwards and that was it. And it was like filler of somebody talking about the plastic that the stuff's made of. Like, I don't care. I'm trying to put it together. Just get to the point. Yeah. So that's a great idea. If you do YouTube reviews, I I think it's a good idea to have two videos and make one of them a speed one. Yeah. Like if you could do it in like, if I could watch 10 videos that are 60 seconds long, I'd be sold. Yep. That's it. That's the whole podcast right there. If you're doing YouTube reviews, you're welcome. Yeah. Get get stop stop the unboxing and get to the point. Hey, before we uh, we're shutting this podcast down a little bit, remind me I have another uh, future thing for you. Oh gosh, it's a great idea. Are we doing this on the podcast or off it? No, it's on. It's a great idea. Um, so, um, okay, I need to get all my words in now. Then, and I just don't. I just didn't want to cut us off. I think we're. I got some good questions for you. You got more questions for me. No, I really don't. But, man, I think that for, we had like three meetings this week. We have two next week with people. And I think they struggle, most clients, not all. Some are geniuses when it comes to like this game because they grew up in it. But when you're a CEO of a company and you've never been in the digital space, you shouldn't feel dumb for not knowing it. Mm -hmm. It's a whole new world. You grew up having to like do things. Yeah. We didn't just look it up online. So I think that people understanding the value of creating content for Instagram and visual content. And you're lucky enough that you have a phone that's good enough that can do that for you. What would you say to the person who wants to do a podcast? Should they do it? Go for it. What if it's terrible? Well, then reevaluate. Figure something out. I don't know. I mean, we just, we just kind of went for it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's working for us, but it might be terrible. It's fun for us. Nobody's told us it's terrible. But Do you enjoy doing it? I enjoy doing it. Me too. I, I feel like it, we've at least maybe had like two good pieces of advice somewhere in these 27 episodes. Yeah, it's a good rhythm. So, and then I did those, you're, you're telling me this other day, I was just doing those YouTube videos. I used to do those YouTube tutorial videos. Oh yeah, this is and, perfect. And you said somebody uh, messaged us on Facebook. Yeah. About some tutorial video I made about Facebook offers like a year ago. So like your your if your content's out there, people will probably find it. it. Might be a year later, and they might be, hit you up on Facebook when you posted something on 
YouTube a year later, but having content out there in like all forms is is valuable. Yep. So I would I would what are the three? Speech, visual visual and written. Yeah. So I guess digitally that'd equate to like a blog, a podcast and ju- I guess face social yeah. graphics. How many blogs have I written on our DesignWorks blog? I have no idea. Not many. I'm not a good writer. I was like, it's not a skill of mine. But you're a good talker. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would prefer to. That's my median. Yeah, I'd rather talk. Yeah, I would. I'd rather not talk. Thanks for turning the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's good, man. I think, um, I think sometimes content creation is viewed as, I think you get that high sometimes, of like, hey, I'm gonna post this out, and then my restaurant's gonna be full tonight, which can be true in the food world. I'm sure, or you can sell out a product, but I think people forget in that there's also an incredibly long-term game. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking about today? You're going to love this. I reached out to a company like six years ago called Spikeball. We used to play Spikeball all the time. It's an amazing game. I've never played it. I'm pretty sure you can get it at Academy now. Yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure they have like off-brand versions of it now too. Yeah, bump those people. Yeah. But Spike Ball, I remember hitting that dude up, kind of going back and forth with him about marketing. And he had this, like, gorilla approach. And I think what he did, man, I'm going to hit him up. That, that, maybe, maybe he'll get on the podcast. I saw them on Shark Tank a few weeks ago. Oh, really? It was, it was a rerun, but. You know they're on ESPN2 now. Like Spike Ball tournaments? Cause yeah. Because that, that's what he was, like, talking about on Shark Tank was they had, like, all these leagues across the U.S. Yep. And um, that's how he was doing a lot of his marketing was just through people – I'm um, joining these leagues and these tournaments and then getting exposed to it. You know what he did is he pretty much just traveled the U.S. And he, sorry, I'm putting him on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him up again. I think he'd be a great podcast guest. But he, so he just traveled, just traveled, traveled, went to the beaches um, and just, I don't know if they gave sets away, but they just played on the beach and they were around people. And they just captured content. People were sending content in. He was reposting it. But, man, it was killer for a while. And he, for a while, would comment on everything. If you hashtag Spikeball, he was going to come comment on it. And they're on ESPN2 now. That's crazy. That, like it's, that's like a sport. That was fairly quick, too, wasn't it? Because we, we started playing that. And when we started playing it, it, was, it wasn't out for that long, I don't feel like. When we started playing it, you couldn't get it in stores. Yeah. We found it somewhere, probably online, and then ordered it. And, I mean, we'd play like twice, three times a week. We'd go find sand volleyball courts, basketball courts. We played on a racquetball court a couple times. I feel like that was only like five years ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. Maybe five years is a long time. No, it was longer than five because I wasn't married yet when we were really, really playing. Okay. And I'm about to be married for seven years. Jeez. So. Hey, Emily and I just had our second anniversary Congratulations, my man. Thanks. Congratulations. Yeah. That's a huge win. I forgot to mention that during my Canada trip. Uh, That's all right. Talking about it. When you're that in love every day. Sometimes you just forget that you're yeah. celebrating big milestones. Every day is a great day. I'm trying to save you, man. But I, I think that dude's pretty. I think that's a pretty dope story. Yeah. I really want to get him on the podcast. That's a super simple game too, and he yeah. just he just made it blow up. And I saw. I need to check their website, but I saw that they, um, they were doing. They've like released some new products, and they have like ones that float in the pool now. So he he mastered like the original product. Kind of what we were talking about last last week. He mastered that original product. Now he's branching out after he mastered the first product. 
Yeah, and they've kept making it better. Like this spike ball set looks nothing like the one. Some of these other. Oh, they have an official tournament net. How? What? They have the official pro kit. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah, we need to get this guy on the podcast. They've got like all the, like an XL one. They've got a rookie one that's smaller. Um, they've got different types of a glow in the dark ball. Um, they have a spike ball chair. The uh, uh, one that floats in the water. I mean, they've really kind of branched this thing out. Merch. Flat bills. I mean, he has compression pants. How much stuff do you just buy while you're browsing on this? I mean, a lot. Oh, there's a baby onesie. Yep. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a lot. I mean, good for them. Yeah. They That kind of blew up pretty pretty quick. Yeah, yeah he, they did a great job. But all that stuff, like their whole like Instagram, Twitter presence was... Just watching the product work. Yeah. Was it, do they start out like all user generated stuff? Yeah, I think so. I think he was ripping a lot of stuff, but I really think that they traveled a lot. Yeah. Like I think they put their money into guerrilla marketing. It worked. Yeah. It's like all these pictures and stuff. A lot, like I would say 50% of his content, no, 80 to 90 is user generated. He's even got a picture here from inside of ESPN, too, or ESPN. Dude, how crazy is that? It's all user-generated, too. So that dude basically has to do nothing for his visual content. Not anymore. Because he just has a fan base doing it for him. Or he can invest way more time in creating great stuff and let the users do the day-to-day. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. He, yep. I'm going to hit him up when we get, out, get off the podcast. That's the goal. Create an awesome product. Be patient. Let it blow up. Let users generate content for you. And you do the bigger stuff. And no offense to this. What I'm about to say might sound offensive. But it's it's got legs on it and a net and a ball. That's it. Like, it's not it's not like revolutionary. This dude's not Tim Cook. Well, he, he built like what he did. Which is why this blew up, I feel like, is he just, like, built a lifestyle around it. 100%. And that's what I was going to say. Like, that's, like, it's, what he did, I think, is sheer off them creating good content. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they obviously had to run good ads. Because before, you had to order online. I remember being so bummed, I couldn't go somewhere and just buy it. Yep. There's, like, aerial photos in this, on his Instagram, of, like, a beach, and tons of people circled around watching these people play. We should have stayed with it. We shouldn't. We, first off, we could have been on the pro it's, tour. It's been, it's been a few years, but we probably haven't lost it. We are pretty good. I, I have torn my knee apart since then, so I probably can't cut as efficiently as I used to be able to. You, but, you need to check out this Instagram, though. I will. And we need to play again soon. You still have yours? Yep. Let's play it. Yeah, let's do that soon. That was fun. And we got a new court. Play up at one life. Yep. All right, here's my thing. Here's my future thing before I forget it. I think this is a possibility. Can you imagine? It's going to get dark. Gosh. Let me take a drink. Can you imagine going to... And this is a great business idea for someone that, that could put this out there for people because I think everybody would want this. I would want this for my family. But can you imagine going to a cemetery and you can have... Like when you go there and your loved one is there, you can ha- like watch either like a video of their life, whatever, but it's like VR. 
Like you can look to the cemetery and see who's there, like where they are, know more about people. Like that would be amazing. Like make uh, something like that a lot more interactive where when you go there, you can celebrate. Like what if you could play your loved one's favorite song? Or, I mean, I mean, obviously you can just go into iTunes and play that, but like if all of that was set up and you could hear like the story of their life. Like I'd be interested in going there and listening to people. Uh, Katie and I went this last year on, uh, I can't remember if it was Memorial Day, Veterans Day, we went on something and just walked through and just like, it's like thankful for these people who'd served us. It'd be cool to get to hear these people's stories. So in this case, would you build a, just your loved one? You could only see their story or like everybody there? No, no, it's out there. It's public. It's just like YouTube. So, so, not, so it's, then it's more like a museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like which, which is kind of cool. You're celebrating life. Yeah. Like we don't believe that those people are there, right? Like they're gone. Mm-hmm. But like to go there and have a place to celebrate what has happened in someone's life would be, be amazing. Cool. It might be sad for the people who don't have anybody to create for them. Maybe you have like nonprofits who do create for them or something. Um, but I think that would be awesome to get to know, like when you come in, like where are the, cause I mean, I think we're probably 15, 20 years out from just wearing contact lenses anyway that connect. So you're not having to do something with your phone, but I think that's a, I think that's a future idea because now you have companies that will come in and be like, Hey, 10 grand and we'll come in and, and do your whole loved one's life story. That's a good idea. And now you've got, because these generations are growing up with everything documented, everything's out there. Yeah. You have everything. Yeah, when our when our generation starts dying, there's going to be so much content yep. that could be used for that. I mean, I think, like, my daughter, our kids, yo, like, every bit of their life is going to be documented. Yep. And so to, have, to be able to combine that in some way and celebrate, because the funeral is obviously one thing, but to get to go back there and watch it again and, like, celebrate, that'd be cool. That would be cool. I think that's an. I think that's a future thing. I feel like there have to be like separate tracks, so you don't go and see the same thing every single time. What if you could create it? That's like a cloud. Obviously, it can be hacked and things like that. But there's a way that you could like you have access through this cemetery to upload something new. Mm. So you could like upload it. I wonder then. It's about to get darker. I wonder then if as people, because people buy their plots before they die. I wonder if then you could start already getting it ready. Like if you knew, like I want this to be a part of my life. I want people to know this about me. Then you, you could should. start. You could start putting it into some kind of a cloud, so that like when you pa- you know you prepare everything else for death. Yeah, you prepare everything, but to to start putting things out there that you, you know, in the future would want that your loved ones could already have put together. Man. That's a good. It's kind of but, a, it's but a dark s- idea. Yeah, it's a really like sobering. It is. But I was just thinking about like everyday life. Like, what? Are, how is this VR gonna? I, now that we've tried talking about this on the podcast, I'm like walking around my house, like, hmm. What do I need to be filming? What? No, like, how is this gonna be affected in the future? Oh. Why do I even have to turn the AC on? You should just know what I'm thinking. I went in a huge rant on my sermon on Sunday about Netflix. Like, why? Why do they have that? Are you still watching thing? Bro, you know I'm watching. Yeah. You can see me probably. Let's get to the point. Like, you see my eyes. And if I'm asleep, I want it to keep playing. Quit asking me. Not that I get there that much. I don't watch that much Netflix right now. That sounds bad. You don't wake up at 3 in the morning and see that. Are you still watching screen and then go to bed? I'm just like, ah. 
you wake up and you're, you're you're pissed. You've been asleep for two hours, but you wake up and you're pissed because you're. Of course, I'm still watching. Well, of course, I was still watching New Girl. Gosh, I'm trying to finish this season real quick. Man, that's my futuristic thing. That's a good one. Maybe, I think maybe that's maybe that's your thing. Your little segment for the podcast is you just talk about the future and your future predictions and your future inventions. The only reason I want to keep doing it is because if you say it enough, you're going to get one right. And I get to come back to that one that I get right and say, told you guys. I told you all about that cemetery, cemetery idea a long time ago. Yep. I think that's the perfect way. I think you're going to be able to, like, they already somewhat have it, but I think it'll get more accessible through, like, lenses that aren't, like, Oculus, where you're going to be able to walk around and see every business and see every review, everything about them. How... How do you how do you come up with all this stuff? Are you are you inspired by something like you see, or is it just something like you're sitting there watching Netflix and it hits you? That's a great question. So, I think it's how I'm how I'm hardwired. I'm always thinking about like what's the next thing, because I'm not a prophet ever. I'm, I'm, I just don't know. I'm just looking at the same thing everyone's looking at, but I'm always trying to think like one, how do you make it better? And someone's going to make it better. So how do we get there first? So you just you just drove by like a cemetery the other day, and you're like, how hundred percent? How can we make that better? Yeah, I just like drove by. I was like. Like, this is just something that we've always done. But, like, as evolution happens, as we change, we make things better. And so at some point, someone's going to look at that and say, well, how can we make this more into a digital age? That's probably just a hard area to change because it's so sacred. Oh, and it, I don't think you should. I don't think you. But in that sense, that's what I was thinking. I don't think you want to come in and change it because, like, loved ones are there. But I think that in, a, in this digital way, you don't have to actually change anything. You, this is like an addition. This yeah. is a multiplication to it. It's not a. It's not a change. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a really, really unhealthy human. Like everything I see, I'm like, hmm. How could the movies be a better experience for people? And they started doing that video game. Aaron talks about that all the time. Like you go in there with your phone, and you can play this like VR game where things are flying around and you're shooting them. So when you're sitting there waiting for a movie, yeah, that's like literally. All I think about but, when I'm walking around. Yeah. Very unhealthy. I, I don't. That's, pro- that's probably a good mindset to have, though. Um, I think it's a good balance. Like, I think it's good that, like, you're re- like you're just in the moment a lot of times. You should, you're good about that. You should, like, just constantly trying to improve things. I don't... I walk by stuff, and I'm just fine with the status quo. Yeah, I think it, you're time. making this sound like a great thing for me. Like, I'm walking around like, hmm, I should fix that bench, and I fix it. I'm just always thinking, like... I don't know. Are are we still going to have park benches? Like, is that going to change? Are we even going to go to parks anymore? So, like, I'm th- I'm like, I spend way too much time thinking about what my daughter's life's going to be like when she's my age. Mm. Like, what our kids' generation, what's it going to be like so, when we're fifty? So once Emily and I, once Emily gets pregnant, I'm going to start thinking like you. No, probably not. Oh, okay, just because your mind is so much above mine. Yeah, my level of like consciousness and uh, <laughs> forward thinking. No, I think it's just different thinking. You and I, you and I are very similar but very different. Like, you're an incredibly intelligent person. I don't think that, like, in the day-to-day stuff, like, I'm not book smart at all. You put me in a room for trivia, I'm blacking out. We started playing that fight list game, which is terrible. Yeah, you, you didn't beat me once. No, not even close. I lost to Katie on the list of most social media things. Hey, I'm pretty sure I lost to Luke on that one. And I was rolling. She must have been clicking that button to find out to get free answers. Cause she, and I think she was making stuff up. But I don't. I, my brain doesn't think about, like, AOL. Like, she got away yeah. with one of those. I was like, that's not even whatever. 
Oh, and I think it was like messaging or email services. I don't know. But, yeah. This became like a therapy session. It did. That's, I'm pretty sure last week we went to like a marriage counseling session. This might just be for us. This podcast might just be so Maybe you know, it is. work through issues. Maybe. Are we the, like, are, are, is our listener account just us listening to it over and over? Yeah, probably. Do you listen to this? No. After Okay, me either. Okay. So it's not. <laughs> I, just, I would love to be able to drive by your house and you're mowing the yard. I'm like, oh, he just listened to our podcast again. Just pulling the Kanye. Yeah. On the Kanye. I, I forgot who told that story, but they like went over to Kanye's house and he was just like listening to his own music and like <laughs> bobbing his head to it. Hey, but if you made stuff like that, you listen to your own music. Yeah. Every day is yay day when you're Kanye. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like the future's bright. Man, we just went from meat sweats to you reinventing the cemetery. Yeah, I was just thinking like you should just Golly. name this thing like, like death. Death from meat sweats. Yeah, death from meat sweats. And the meat belt. Yeah. The meat belt. That's what you should just call this podcast. The meat belt. Hey, guys. Maybe that's what we're lacking is a shocking title that to one of our it. podcasts. Hey, you guys ever listened to our episode on the meat belt? <laughs> Can you imagine a client listening to that and they're just like, that's the dumbest. These guys are idiots. I might have to add that somewhere in some of my bios. Meat belt expert. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. I forgot that meat is very synonymous with something else. Yeah. Not always. Not always, but in this context, it sounds weird. Doesn't sound great for sure. Yeah. Well, if anybody out there knows the guy, Chris from Spikeball. Chris from Spikeball, hit us up. Hit us up. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Man, you got any final words for the folks? Any words of wisdom? Man, I don't, I don't know after that futuristic invention you just you just sobered me all up. Stop it. What? You know, that's, that's not true. That's the truth. Um, okay, my thing for this week is, I don't want to say for this week because I don't want this to be like a, something you put me on the spot and ask me for every week. So I'm my pro- thing my thing for that. this podcast, since you just asked me about it, is so before, like, when, before Canada, this trip I just got back from, I didn't really use social media a lot. And I think it was because... That, I don't know. I think I, I just got into like a comfort zone. Nothing like just a routine. It was like work, home, did like had stuff probably five of the seven days a week that were like happened every week. So it was just like a routine after routine. And then we broke that routine, did some new stuff. And I finally started posting on social media because we got out and did some new stuff. So if you are struggling on social media to find content to post, Go get out and try to do something new and break your routine. That's my word of oh advice. My gosh. You just took a week break and you just came back fresh. That's it. That's good, man. I like that. Well, we got cool people coming up on the podcast. We'll drop another one next week. For sure, the two of us. And I think the next guest will be pretty fun, too. I just don't want to say it and jinx it. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Switch for you. Yeah, it'll be cool, man. It'll bring uh, some of my life story full circle. Yep. Some things that have happened. So, cool, man. Have a good day. Hey, you too. I'll see you in like an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs>